Hello everyone, welcome to the Heathy Keeper. I'm your host, Zachary Latou. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. And this week we are talking about the movie Sentinel. 2006, I yes. want to say? 2006. 2006, starring um, Michael Douglas, Kiefer Sutherland, and Eva Longoria. Yeah. This is probably the episode most likely to get us put on every single watch list. Yeah. So... As a disclaimer, the following is we're discussing is a, is about a fictional film starring fictional, fictional char- uh, people as fictional act, uh, characters, including a fictional yes. president. Please yeah. don't come raid us. His name is President Ballantine or Ballantine or whatever, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So what happens in this movie? Uh, Jesus, Zach, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> So basically, Michael Douglas plays a he's a secret he's a Secret Service agent, um, and then the movie opens uh, with the uh, footage of the uh, 1981 uh, assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan, and the secret a- and like the Secret Service agent who takes the bullet is the character of Michael or that Michael Douglas plays, and so then it's modern day, modern day 2006. And mm-hmm. he is, he basically, uh, there's a mole in the Secret Service attempting to, attempting an assassination, and he, he is framed for it because he's having an affair with the First Lady. So then Kiefer Sutherland's like, you slept with my wife, now you must, now I must take you in, because I think you're the mole. And mm-hmm. um, he goes on the run, he finds evidence that he's not the mole. They go to the G8 summit, they stop the assassination, and they all live happily ever after. Yeah, that's that's basically the movie. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I, I had a hard time following what was going on sometimes. Maybe it was just because, like, the state I'm in right now. But it's just like, why are we here? Which, whose apartment? Isn't this the bad guy's apartment? Why are we in the bad guy's apartment? How did he figure out how to get into the bad guy's apartment? Did, okay, and the, the guy's yelling at him, and now he shot him in the chest four times, and and now he's oh he's taking stuff from a fridge. Okay, well maybe he's a maybe this is like one of his like a safe apartment, like a safe house that he had. No, okay, he's talking about the bag. I really do not. Yeah. Oh. This movie saw the born identity and said I could do that, and then it couldn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So did you did you like this movie? No. Okay, because I'm, I'm on the fence. I think it does a lot of stuff really well, but I think overall it's just, it's not, it, it it's do nothing well? strong enough. I think, first of all, I want to talk about the actors. I think all the performances are excellent. Yeah. Um, Kiefer Sutherland, this is 2006 Kiefer Sutherland. This is just Jack Bauer. Yeah. Like, you know, he's an agent. This, I mean, half, the, half this movie is just 24. But. Yeah, and like, I don't know, because like Yvonne Gory is just kind of there. She's just like, hey, I'm the woman, so I'm going to help everybody, no matter whose side I think I'm on. Um, That's basically her character. Yeah. Well, that and um, being sexually harassed for like the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Good. Including uh, one line that I just, I have to bring up because it was, it was something. Uh... uh they're like they get to the crime to a crime scene and one of the cops there's like hey she can breathe down my neck 
And yeah. He looks like he for something. And he's like, but well, not wasn't him. That one of the bad guys. Who... Uh, might yeah, might have been. See, this this is the problem with this movie is there are so many parts where you're like, okay, they killed the bad. Nope. There's no, and there's another one. Who which... is who? Who is doing anything? Like, and it, it wants to do like this kind of like deductive mystery thing where Kiefer Sutherland, you know, he like walks into a crime scene and says, bada bing, bada boom, I've solved the case for you, ladies and gentlemen. But it's usually just such BS logic. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, it's very, it's just a very generic, like, thriller. Yeah, thriller, political thriller from 2000, the early 2000s, mid 2000s. It's, exactly what you expect and it's exactly what i expected going into it yeah so I, I, think... I was just expecting to to enjoy it a bit more mm-hmm. uh i was hoping to be able to kind of lean into it but it's just kind of you know yeah <laughs> i mean yeah like the reason so the stuff i like like i said like the i like the act the acting um there's like the moments in between like the the overall story are kind of like are those are those I think are where it shines the best and just like the little you know just the the just the, the over the top kind of just everything is I don't know now I'm now I'm thinking looking back on it I like I don't it's not good it's not it, great no the there was I will say there's one um, shot in an action scene in this whole movie that I liked. I hope I, I'm hoping we're thinking the same one. Uh, well, I mean, this there's other ones that were good. <laughs> <laughs> this particular one, I was like, oh, you know, this it's it's like in the final battle, and like she let the one woman she like swings around the corner, but then they like have it as like a top down view. Yes. I wish it had yeah. stayed as a top-down view for longer, honestly, but it's like, no, you just get that as a treat. <laughs> okay, wait, are we talking about the one where, where Kiefer is shooting? I think so. I don't know. Okay, I... yeah, because I'm, th- I'm thinking of the one where, like, yeah, she, she comes out behind the corner, and then Kiefer's, like, climbed up the side of the stairs, mm. and then it's, like, from, like, up above, looking as he's shooting down. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. There's also like there's a bunch of gratuitous slow mo in this movie. Yes, that is entertaining at the very least. It's not good, but it's entertaining. Yeah. It's it's like ah oh, yeah, get that, get that low frame rate, get that blurry mm. low frame rate slow motion. Get it in just, here, just like Mama used to make. Just like Mama used to make. Yeah, this this movie. There, there's I. I can't think of other examples of this, but there's this movie follows this like editing style that I absolutely hate of mm-hmm. like these, you know, repeated slow-mos, like the, the, the jump cuts between like, just between the zooms, the, mm-hmm. the quick cut. Yeah. There's just a lot of points where I just, it, the editing just completely took me out of the movie. Yeah. Um, the, the soundtrack was pretty good though. It was, you know. <laughs> It was there serviceable. Were, it had it had its moments. Yeah, that ending uh, song. 
know, I'm trying to remember which one. Where well, it's like uh, I can't even remember what it was, but, it's, but they, like the lyrics were like, "Oh, would you take myself? T- yeah, yeah. <laughs> myself between a bullet and a target." Yeah. Like, okay, you, you found one song that applied to this, and you Good had to job. go with it. Okay. Good job. Sure. Yeah, that was that was excellent. Um, yeah, because it's the movie's like partly a fugitive kind of a thing, but mm-hmm. it takes so long to get there. Yeah. Um, like I think the I think the on the run parts are the, probably the strongest, just because yeah. you, know, you get the chase, but like all the build up where it's like, it's. It's trying to like create these characters with with like a repertoire of like you know it does the thing of like uh, Michael Douglas' character walks in to the office and you know he he asks about everyone's day you know he he's familiar with everyone mm-hmm. so then like but it's just it's so blatant and so obvious what it's trying to do that when yeah they, they do the scene of like Kiefer Sutherland being like he's gonna use the fact that you don't want to shoot him against you so everyone you visualize shooting him right now. <laughs> It's like it, yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah, there's also like the the quote unquote twist where they figure out who the real mole was, but like, yeah, it's pretty heavily foreshadowed. Like, granted, I do understand if he didn't pick up on it, just because he's one of like ten thousand <laughs> faceless, almost nameless white men in this movie. Yeah. So it's pretty hard to remember which one is which. I just remembered this one because his eyes are so wide apart. Yeah. Uh, he was like he's like Ed Helms, but slightly off. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and so there's like I knew it from the moment. There's like a scene where two of the higher ups are in like an office. And they're like, "Geez, it could be any one of them." Talking about the mole, and this dude's just like sitting in a chair, like staring forward, no sullen eyes in his eyes, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Anyway. You're like, "Hmm, I wonder." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, but I will say with that, I don't think necessarily the, like, the fact that it's foreshadowed is a problem, but I think more so that it's just, it decides to start foreshadowing it right at the very end before it reveals it so that you know what's happening, but it's like, because if you, if they had leaned more into it at the beginning and then... I don't know, like, this, this scene comes before, like, um, Michael Douglas takes his polygraph test. That's fair. I didn't, I didn't... I didn't realize it until like the there's the scene where they're like, uh, where he's visiting with the bad guy. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't realize it until they told me. No, um, like there's a scene uh, like a little bit before that where like you know, uh, we're gonna make sure everything's uh, gonna make sure this is all safe. He's like, uh, yep. He looks all squirrely. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, um, it's 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 whatever. It's more that then this just leads to more bad guy confusion. Yes, that the like, ending was... Wait, is he trying to kill the president? Is he trying to help the president? We know he's been threatened by the people who are trying to assassinate the president. But, like, what exactly is happening here? And then he gets shot and he says, My family! <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, and... save my family! And no one cares. Kiefer Sutherland literally just, like, looks at him with disgust and shakes his foot, his hand off his foot. It says, then perish. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sutherland, I'm drowning. <laughs> we gotta see if we can find a, a good picture of the, Kiefer Sutherland to get some Ven Parish eyes out of him. <laughs> this podcast was a mistake. That's fair. Uh, That's a pretty strong assertion, and I agree entirely. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, and then the ending, like, the the ending, because they're, basically they're at the G8, trying to get the president mm-hmm. out, and there's guys dressed as, like, Canadian, um, some form Military? of police. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's the one guy shooting, he gets killed, and then, and this is one of the issues with the editing, you don't know where anyone is, mm-hmm. and then seemingly, after even Longoria, like, goes and sees that this guy's dead, then um, Michael Douglas is being shot at by the same guy because every single dude in that in that uh, whole yeah. scene looked the exact same because they're all wearing the same uniform and then with the like quick cut, slightly shaky, the you can't really like tell who the heck is who because they've all got helmets and like these masks on. Yeah. Ugh. Nasty. Yeah, it, it was. I, the uh, one thing that was that was that was decent was the um, bit where Kiefer finally gets Michael Douglas mm-hmm. for a second there, and then Kiefer takes the takes a shot at at him and gets uh, but just you know gets the Kevlar. Michael Douglas is like ah ah ah, you'll never kill me. But it had some serious uh, point break. That's what I was thinking of. Serious mm. point break energy where. You know, Keanu's like staring at Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze's like, "You could never shoot me." And Keanu Reeves gets so angry and horny that he just shoots his gun into the air and yells, "Ah!" Basically, meaning to We've say, "I love it. you." Um, it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that that scene in particular shows just how how much. I mean, it's, they're good actors; they're committing to the role, even if the the movie's pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. Like the the tension yeah. there works. It's all right. That's my problem. I mean, at the end of it, like, this movie works for what it is. It's like, you know, it's just generic uh, thriller. But, like, at the same time, it's like you have M- Michael Douglas and Kiefer Sutherland. You could have done so much more. This is just this just feels like a bad, yeah. like, 24 plot. Can we talk about the missile, though? The the scene the where, like, missile. the missile takes down the... The helicopter one, and the president's yeah. not on. That's that was funny. It's just like oh, oh, this is oh, I see. <laughs> and then it just cuts back to the mall where like something completely else is happening, and it's like, yeah. so is it? Are we just gonna? Okay. Remember when he like? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. This movie. I was very confused. It's like, okay, he said he got called by somebody to go sit in the coffee shop. I don't really get mm-hmm. what's going on here. I think this movie would have benefited greatly if we had just seen Michael Douglas's perspective the entire movie. Yeah. And it had just been him trying to figure out things. And then, you know, like slowly bits about him being blackmailed gets revealed to us. Um, but as it is, it's like, okay, he's over there. Kiefer's over here. Uh, the president's over here. The president's wife, who Michael Douglas is extremely horny for. <laughs> hey, back he loves here. her. He does love her. But he, what about his wife, which was Kiefer Sutherland's ex-wife? Was it? That's what I thought. Because he said, he, I don't know. I thought he wasn't married. I honestly don't know. <laughs> what What about the blonde woman who he kissed in the kitchen? Did he kiss her? I thought he just was going there to like be like, hey, you know anything about Kiefer? 
You should go. No. You should get back with him. But... No, because then that at was the end of the movie, Kiefer's like, "I got a date with my wife." Oh, I thought he had remarried. See, that also is very possible, but also her. She's listed in the credits as Cindy Breckenridge, which is. Kiefer Sutherland oh, was David Breckenridge. Maybe she kept the last name. Maybe it's like a Doofenshmirtz <laughs> situation we're looking at here. But Doofenshmirtz, uh, Doofenshmirtz's sexual wife didn't get remarried, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. So let's talk about Doofenshmirtz's uh, failed marriage, because that is More better written than this. this. Yeah, uh, Doofenshmirtz's just... house in the suburbs. Yeah, this... Doofenshmirtz's house in the For... suburbs... <laughs> Once we run out of key for movies, we just got to do a Phineas and Ferb fan podcast. Okay, I was, uh, Cassie and I were talking, I was honestly thinking Brendan Fraser, but you know. Ooh, that's also, we'll just, we'll take this off air. We'll have our people talk about it. But, um, like, for the amount of setup this movie does, and, like, goes out mm-hmm. of its way to, like, drill through you, it just, it, it doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, because there's no clear antagonist and i guess you know mm, that that's a good point in real politics you know like okay technically that is i don't know you could call it more realistic but it's just not narratively satisfying in this no. kind of a film where i want to see Kiefer have a and michael douglas have a showdown with you know one guy yeah <laughs> this movie doesn't have anything to say to really pull off a more complex nuance take on on evil mm-hmm. yeah because any anytime we like see someone who's like it's kind of like oh are they like there's so many characters that just seem like they're going to be important and then disappear mm-hmm. um and like by the time we actually see our main villain it's not satisfying because like we haven't like alluded to him hasn't been like any like him in the shadows or anything like that yeah so it's just like oh oh it's, it's okay it's so that guy white men Oh, hmm. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I guess he's that's the guy. Choice. Yeah. Let's uh, keep going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a keeper? No. No. It's, no. Alas. It was one of the more, one of the, I would say it was one of the better movies we've watched just in terms of like, it was just, I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. I just, yeah, it was, yeah, competency, but yeah. it's just, it's, it's dumb. Not hard hidden, hard hidden right there. But speaking of dumb, we're moving on to taglines. Oh, baby. So this one is actually just tagline because there's only oh. one. In 141 years, there's never been a traitor in the Secret Service until now. Wow. Wait, is that the only tagline? That's the only tagline. Even okay. the taglines are boring. Uh, fun fact, though. This isn't trivia. This is from awards. Uh, it was nominated for uh, for a, for Best Thriller at the Golden Trailer Awards. Uh-huh. <laughs> In other news, there's a Golden Trailer Award. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, or, oh, did or, I not? I didn't link Amazon Reviews. I just got to Amazon Reviews. Don't worry. I did my work. Um, are you ready? <laughs> Can you drop that link, Rooney, for me? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Amazon Reviews. Uh, this first one comes to us from Jeremy. 
three stars. Where's his belt? I was distracted the entire... Huh? Fair question. I was distracted the entire movie to trying to see if Kiefer Sutherland's character ever put on a belt. The first time he appears, he's obviously not wearing a belt, despite having a gun and spare magazine in the waistband of his slacks. Spent the entire movie trying to see if he ever put on a belt, but aside from the first shot showing clearly empty belt loops, it was hard to see definitively. So I'm going to assume his character was just running around with a gun hanging off his pants without a proper belt the entire time. Major distraction, and something that should have been caught by anyone on the film crew paying the slightest lightest bit of attention <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> so happy i like to, i like to think you know there's then they had a band they're like okay this is all looking great you know we got our millions of of uh jump cuts all our uh crappy slow-mo love it love it one thing <laughs> why Kiefer doesn't have a belt well too late for that yeah Okay, uh, this comes to us from Avery E. Morgan. Four stars, overused plot. Realized halfway through I had actually seen this when it released. Should have watched the trailer first. Douglas and Sutherland, both strong in their respective roles. <laughs> but the affair between an agent and Flotus certainly doesn't help the, the image of the Secret Service. The plot of a disgraced agent slash cop slash whoever going on the run to clear themselves does seem to get rehashed quite a bit, exclamation point. That's fair. That's like, I mean, between this fugitive and uh, 24, that's like a third of Kiefer's like big roles. Yeah. I said a third. That's not how fraction works. That's three roles. Uh, three roles. I'm an artist, okay? Not of math. Okay, this one comes to us from Valerie Good from the United Kingdom. Cannot recommend these three DVDs. One star. <laughs> Cannot recommend these three DVDs. The stories are not easy to understand, and the extremely loud music, which is constant throughout the films, is horrendous. There are too many car chases and explosion. Also, the garish colors throughout is a real trial on one's eyes. Definitely not to be recommended. That does actually remind me of one point I wanted to make. This movie, I feel like it got more and more grossly saturated, like color wise, mm. as it went on. Like by the by the uh time that like the, the docks and at the boats, like the sky is just a gross blue. That's fair, yeah. Like, come on guys. <laughs> uh this one comes to us from Dominic Swain. Classic. Unfulfilled promise. Two stars. It sets up a very intriguing situations. And for about two-thirds, the film is interesting and compulsively watchable. Only to unravel and descend into the most incredible mess. A great pity, given the excellent cast. But such an awful script. Yeah. Thank you, Dominic. Thanks, Dom. Well. Is that reviews? I think that's that's the reviews I got, but uh, if you have anything. Uh, there's seems... Oh, I actually, hold on. Hold on. We got one. Coming from okay. Jack Peters. Okay. Three stars. Mm -hmm. Not the best. Okay movie. Not the best. Wow. Thanks, Jack. Thank you, Jack Ryan. Thank you, Jack Reacher. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
Uh, fun, actually, hold I got another fun fact. Once again, not from trivia. But the director of this movie, who's also the guy who gets killed at the beginning, mm. uh, Clark Johnson, uh, he's primarily an actor. Um, you may know him from such roles as Deke's handsome partner in SWAT. Oh. Uh, that was yeah. after he directed this film. Oh. So. Okay. I don't know how a guy who is like who gets non uh, non named uh, parts in like uh, and things like SWAT uh, got a movie with Michael Douglas and Kiefer Sutherland, but good for him. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I lied. I, I have one. Okay. More review. This one comes to us from Barbara. It's not Barbara. Just no. Barbara. One star. One star. Because of the language I did not watch, but a few minutes. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's PG-13. A lot of language. Unless you, unless English is what you She mean. did not watch, but a few minutes. Oh, it could be English, actually. You never know. Maybe she yeah. accidentally bought, like, a Spanish DVD. Oh. I thought you meant like maybe she she really didn't like the English language. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you never knows? know. Is that wow. reviews? That is reviews for today. Okay, well I'm very excited to move on to news because we got ourselves a genuine news story. I tell you what, bona fide fellers. This is from today, as we record today on the 24th <clears throat> of September, 2020. This is from Deadline.com. That's right. We're going actual real publications this time yeah Kiefer Sutherland Joey King suffer Shutter Animated the creep show Halloween special based on Stephen King Joe Hill stories so yeah that's right we got ourselves a new project starring Kiefer Sutherland uh it's called wow. the creep show Halloween special it's based on uh the anthology creep show series uh with animation by Octopi Animation Studios it's going to premiere on October 26th on Shudder, AMC, which is AMC Network's uh, premium streaming service for horror and supernatural. So I imagine we can't get that in Canada. So that um, I think we, we have. There's definitely something we can get in Canada that is always Shudder. We're looking up AMC always, Canada. Yeah, I can I can access it on their internet on the thing. It says stream. Yeah. About we're looking it up, folks. They do have a seven-day free trial, so we'll have to. We might have to get spooky. Have to get spooky. When is this supposed to come out? October twenty-sixth. Oh, nice. So uh, we we a few quotes. So Halloween wouldn't be complete without Creepshow, said uh, Nikorito, who is the ba ba ba. Nikotero. Nikotero, that's the one. Uh, he. <laughs> I can read. Uh, he's something on it. I can't. Uh, he's so the director. The he's... Uh, okay. Yeah, so with the help of the father and son team of Stephen and Joe, as well as a fantastic animated format, we gotta we get to continue the tradition and spirit of Halloween. Uh, so, yeah, so what I'm... So I don't know what the cre- creep show... I'm guessing the creep show was a series, is a series, but basically this is it an is anime special. Uh, and Kiefer Sutherland's in it, so... That's all yeah. all there is to know right now. Yeah, the show is like uh um 
an anthology show oh. you know like each episode has oh. two stories each story runs about 22 minutes six episodes in one season it's pretty cool. pretty silly cool hope it's not too scary maybe the kind of thing i'd be into so yeah um look forward to that um unless and uh, hopefully they don't do us like quibi um because mm-hmm. we, we can actually <gasps> you know this has nothing to do with the podcast uh they got veronica on this <laughs> i don't know what that is <laughs> glenn danzig you're just saying words now Okay, okay. This is one of the, this is one of the worst movies ever made. It came out last year. Oh. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 looks like something. It's something from what I have heard. Anyway, wow. that's all I really wanted to say. But uh Yeah. I just want to like look at their movies to see if they have anything good. Um, well, they, do have Maniac, they... they do have Maniac Cop 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> uh, With Robert Zadar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. They got Turbo Kid. We're, we're looking at uh, uh, mostly Turbo Kid at this point. Mostly else, Turbo Kid. Nothing really else is just really grabbing Turbo me like kid Turbo Kid. Streaming service. Oh, Tammy and the T-Rex. Tammy uh, time. Yeah, well, anyway. So, yeah, so mark your calendars, because this will be, you know, since Quibi did us dirty, now we'll actually have our first thing that's actually a new thing that we can cover. Yeah. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, am I, what are we watching next week, Jane? What are my choices? Uh, <laughs> we, you can do flashback? Can I now? Or... Flashback. Um, uh, oh, oh, yeah, it, that it looks one. bad. It looks it, real bad. It doesn't look good. <laughs> but the last Dennis Hopper film we watched was so good. That's true. I do love Dennis Hopper. He was so um, good. <clears throat> the movie that we saw. Sorry, I'm. Uh, or we could, you could watch Young Guns too. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go Young Guns too. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeehaw, partner. Yeehaw, how to do. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, thanks to Kaya for our amazing podcast art. Go check out links to her work in the description. Uh, where you can also find links to Kevin McLeod, who created the song Sax Rock and Roll, which we use as our theme music each week. Uh, send us or Follow us on Twitter at HKPod and Instagram at HKPodcast. Send us a review. Send us a review. Leave us a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. We'd really appreciate that. You can also send us a message through Anchor if you want. Yeah, if you cool. know, you could you could send us a message saying, um, uh, telling us how the new uh, Fugitive show yeah. is on, on Quibi if you have it. Yeah, you know, we then could, we we could learn. Yeah, because we're still not going to pay Quibi. No. Hell no. Um, Heck no. Nah. So yeah, but otherwise, uh, I've been your host, Zach Duke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's, He's a Keeper. Keeper.
Oh, boy. Ah, geez. Ah, ah, ah boy. Much.